the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Glake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch sitting on the porch here at Millburgers. Amongst lots of our gardening peers today, it is busy here at Millburgers. And the great thing is not only are people enjoying their shopping experience, but uh, they're in and out uh, much quicker than ever before with the new system that Millburgers has uh, for uh, checking out and stuff. There uh, used to be a long line here. And now there's a nice, uh, uh, easy-going, fast-moving line. Are you hearing us? Well, people used to like the lines. They did, huh? Just like they, they like could, the roaches in their house. Visit, and the... They could visit and... I can. Oh, well, I could. Uh, Hello. Hang on. Now try to say something. Say something now? Yeah, uh-oh, I'm not hearing you. Can you hear me? No. Can you hear me now? No. <laughs> I can hear myself. You oh, can? Well, no. that's good. Can you hear Calvin? No. All right, let me see what I can do to fix you. Hold on. No, we're not hearing you here. Let's just switch for a second here. You take this one for a moment. Hang on. Uh-oh. All right, 210-308-8867. Yeah, we checked the levels, and they were good, so I'm not sure what's happening. Here, you take that one. Testing, one, two, three. There we go. Oh, yeah, now we hear you just fine. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. That's loose. Oh, what's that? That's loose. This one? No, the one on the... the that that one just fell out. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. All right, we got that. We'll get him straight. Yeah. <laughs> There's Calvin. All right, talk again. Oh, okay. There Testing, one, two, three. Testing. There we there go. go. Okay. Come in, Albuquerque. This, this is live radio. That's so it's, exciting. Well, it's very exciting, yes. <laughs> That's obnoxious, but alive radio. <laughs> Yeah, the people are buying grass. They're getting ready to lay some sod down. I guess they. Did you see what my article was this year? What this week? No, I haven't gotten a chance to pick it up. Make a guess. It's related to your last sentence. Yeah, (laughs) but it actually it's the uh, yearly calendar. Oh, good. Oh, good. And uh, I do it almost every year, but it. Seems to be one of the most popular. Oh yeah, people article. people want to post it, you know, yeah. to cut it down because they they don't remember what to do in May and whatever. So, uh, and we've got a new a, a, a Millburgers natural fertilizer. Yeah, 
all natural fertilizer. They've got a organic fertilizer that's got mycorrhiza in it. Ooh, it's got mycorrhizum. And it's a six one two. No, okay. That's how I remember how to pronounce it. Oh, mycorrhiza. Six. Uh, well, I, I, uh, uh, when I when I first looked down there, I thought they changed their. Uh, uh, regular fertilizer, the 612. I said, why in the world did they do that? They did not. So, uh, yeah, they so they stick out their regular lawn fertilizer. Well, yeah, I, they have both. 1959. I, uh, you know, how hard I've had worked with Steve Brown to to get him to, to recognize a lot of fer- fertilization is necessary for the good oh, growth of yeah. tomatoes. And so, uh, he, in this last time we filmed, uh, last week, I guess it was, he, he filmed the the bag, the Milberger's bag of fertilizer. And I said, did you see that, Charles? Charles says, yeah, you had the old bag. Uh. <laughs> Not that brand new bag that's got all that wonderful information on it. And, uh, well, you couldn't see that on TV anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could. <laughs> All right, 210 Oh, you mean all the other the goodies, yeah. Oh, sorry, 210 they, uh, they planted the whoppers outside. The big oh, I haven't oh, seen them, did they? they? A bunch of, Good. of them out there, yeah. And I planted it. I kind of went overboard. I got more whoppers than I knew what to do with. But <laughs> they'll, uh, and the thing about them, too, you uh, underestimate how much ground they'll cover. They'll uh, they'll fill easily fill a whole fourteen inch. Oh yeah. Pot. Yeah. And ha- they can fill a hot, half whiskey barrel, but I generally put like three in there, and that'll just be loaded. But that that's a real. If you haven't tried that as a uh, landscape plant, you can use it the same way you can use that uh, some semperflor and uh, begonia. Our ones are real popular. The smaller ones, uh, Jerry's favorite flower and uh, it's just a bigger leaf a bigger flower but seems to be just as tolerant of uh, of uh, drought it'll do the same thing as the other begonias and just signal you when it absolutely needs water and it, gets it, pale. It, it seems to do well in the soil you know I, 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 the uh, the other yeah you're at the right place yeah. You want to pay out now? Huh? You want to pay out for your plants? Is that it? <laughs> no, no, no. I want some information. Oh, oh. I can we, you can we ask her? Can we get you information on the air? Okay. Here you go. Grab the mic. You'll be on the air. Is it working, Milton? Yeah, I can hear him. Yes, sir. How can we help you? Uh, yeah, I um, wanted to know about the avocado tree. Do you need a male and female? Or can no. You, you, just, you can get fruit with just one tree. Yeah. And, uh, what Maybe. Kind of, what kind of soil? Well, they'll—they're not—they're not. They're not, they're not, they're not I mean, fussy. Yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. fussy. The trick, the key, is that they're cold sensitive. Even the most hardy ones. So you—you want to find a, a spot like on the southern exposure, shelter by your house. You know, from or, the cold. E, e, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the the heat is okay here. The heat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, the yeah, heat. Uh, yeah. They just. They, they just, yeah, yeah, they don't, they, they like don't mind our, the heat of it. In fact, that's one of the problems. They'll grow like eight feet a year, and then 
Then when we get we get out one of our rare, really cold spells, you can figure, how in the world am I going to cover that whole plant? Yeah, you can. But if it's in a, in a, in a, it's in a spot that's relatively sheltered, then you can protect the, the basic plant. So there's a lot of them that do grow, and there's others that... A southern don't. exposure. I got just a place for it. Cool. Thank you. Good, James. Trim okay, good. Here you go. Which one are you going to get? I'm not sure. I think it's a, like a Haas. Okay. Yeah. Is it, do you recommend the uh, the big green one? The no. Mexican one? The, the, the one that, yeah, the the Mexicana or what? Uh, the best Haas? Well, the Haas is the California. Yeah, yeah. That, Which that, one? That doesn't do well. That's not as That's cold. A, yeah, I lost, that one died in my yard. Yeah, that one's not as cold hardy as some of the others of the California. To get the Mexicana. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308. Or uh, come on by and visit with us as we... Uh, There's a few tomatoes here. There are a few tomatoes here. The San Antonio Rose Society is here. They're going to come talk to us in just a minute and talk about what they're doing. Uh, so that'll be good. So, uh, yeah, come on by and visit us at 1604 Road. I chatted with them a little bit this morning. It's it's not the same when Jackie's not here. Oh. I mean, they're all they're all pleasant and polite. And uh, hardly di- hardly disagree with you. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> better be careful, Jackie. Yeah. You may be listening in yeah, California. That's right. You can listen online. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Call us. No, we're teasing. You know we love you, Jackie. <laughs> we do. We're not sure about Calvin. Uh. <laughs> After he throws you under the bus like that. All right. Two, uh, Garcia. Yeah. We'll get him on. Come on up. We'll get you right here. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Yes, sir, Mr. Garcia, grab that microphone. Hey, Eddie. What's going on here? Nothing much. What are you, uh, y'all are here. What are y'all doing here? Uh, <laughs> we got a bunch of Rosarians here that belong to the San Antonio uh, Rose Society, and and we're helping people out here on on, on roses, selection of roses, and some rose uh, planted information, and and uh, we offer membership also. Yeah, and I was surprised. Membership is is uh, cost should not be an issue. How much is it a year? Oh, we are we're ashamed of the price. Twelve dollars a year. Twelve dollars a year <laughs> to join the San Antonio <laughs> Rose Society. That's a and, bargain. Uh, now, twenty years ago, it was five. Uh, actually, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Calvin. Now, I remember when they just used to charge five. Oh, now on. they're up to twelve. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! No, I think you get a you get a uh, a bulletin from uh, from a club. That's East a good Leder. bulletin too. Yeah, Ed Bradley's fantastic. He he's uh, one yeah. of our great guys, you know, and. Good, good articles in there. Good articles, and um, he knows he's a. Actually, he's a. He went to LSU, and 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 Hardy. Really, and he can still read and write. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's good. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we're we're having we're here today. Uh, Melburgers, he's um, well, Charles and Melburgers are, are kind of our uh, uh, main sponsors of our shows. Yeah. Oh, okay. Road shows, and uh, we're gonna have a road show on the twenty-first of April. So at the at the, gar- at the garden center, at the garden center, and um, it's free for people to come and see the roses. And, and you'll then, see beautiful roses. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, they'll they'll, uh, they'll come out of locals, and there'll also be some out of town people that come in. Uh, they get a lot of trophies they can win. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, 
My Trojans will bring them in here. Yeah, my and favorite you, part is the smell test. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the fragrance test. The fragrance of the class. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. well and, that, and the Ernest Rose is here, too, that have a fragrance. And the Rose Society people will uh, alert you to those if you're looking for it. Another uh, thing about belonging to the Rose Society, uh, you know, Eddie was talking about the winning prizes and competing. But you're just as welcome if you're just interested oh, yeah. in roses right. and just starting your gardening. Yeah, you don't you don't have to be a hardcore rose grower. Um, now Jackie's gone, so no, she'll be Miss Clark. Well, I'll talk to her every every week. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh <good>. really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. her we said hello. Uh, Bill and uh, Jackie were very close to me and my wife. Oh, and right. We lived about about a mile or so apart. And, and uh, she's something else. <laughs> she something, That's uh, what Calvin said, just not as yeah. nice. Again, uh, <laughs> today here at Millburgers, we got several thousand new roses that came oh, in. Oh, I know. They're gorgeous. They're fantastic. Uh, they look good. Uh, encourage the people to come. So, uh, again, if you join our club, we'll give you a card and you'll get 10% off. Oh, there you go. Cover your tax. Don't you, cover your tax. Huh? We always have to ask you this question, too. What? What are we? Uh, what are the rose growers now using for? Oh yeah, the insecticide and the fungicide at, uh, for the hybrid tea roses. Yeah, uh, there's the, the, a Bayer uh, product that works well. well you remember uh, the after, active ingredient? What's that? Is that, would you, do you remember what the active ingredient is? I don't recall all of them, but I know that Jackie tested it. Uh huh. And it's a it's a Bayer uh, liquid, uh, and uh, you spray it, and it takes care of. Uh, most of the insects and some mildew also. Yeah. So, uh, so you now you can get into other kind of stuff that kind of specialized and you know yeah. starts kind of well getting expensive. It, yeah. <laughs> well, the old days we what would we use acephate and triforine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you can it's still yeah, you yeah, still you do that. Fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, I went most of the uh, rose growers at. Uh, but we're particular about roses at the bloom and, and show them. Um, we use, uh, it's called Banner Max, uh, also Honor Guard. And that's, um, that's good for all your, uh, uh, it's a, it's a, everything like black spot, it covers that and many other diseases. And then for, um, for insects, um, there is a product called, um, uh, let me think, it's, uh, it's called uh, Orthene. Now, the Orthene that you'll find at box stores or here has a low percentage of uh, acetate. acetate. Uh, there is a Orthene, which is a mail order, <laughs> that's uh, 97%, mm. 97%. And you can mix those two, yeah. and takes care of insects, and the, and the and the honor guard takes care of all the other diseases. Yeah. Now they've got a uh, a seventy percent acetate here, but it's not not labeled for roses. And Charles doesn't let me ever say that. Yeah, that it's there. Yeah, it's an expensive. No, no, they've, they've got a lot of good product here, but you know when you get into a real competition, you, you yeah. really have to. You have to find the products that other people have used uh-huh. throughout the country that uh, and have are, been successful with. And some of the gardener, uh, the organic gardeners are having success, too. With, um, there, is there an, there's an organic route, too, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. There's yeah. always an organic route. Um, uh, yeah, there is. And uh, 
if you really want pristine type blooms, man, we don't like it, but we have to go with chemicals sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But there is an organic route that'll work. Why don't you like it? Uh, <laughs> you've well, been intimidated. Yeah. I tell you what, that uh, the only issue with it, it's it just some of those methods just do not give you clean, clean blooms. The organic method. No. <laughs> the organic ones do not give you clean. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, it's, it's, uh, wish so we, that's it's. We, we wish we would have something that do that because um, most people like um, actually don't want to spray to start with, you know. Yeah. And they, if they want to spray, they'd like to be organic. But, you know, there's a choice. Always choices. Yeah. Talking to Eddie Garcia of the San Antonio Rose Society. We'll keep talking, Eddie, but want to let you know that if you want to learn more about the Rose Society, SARoseSociety.org is the website, SARoseSociety.org. So, um, and and the, we'll say seven or eight members are here today. Yeah. Available how long, Eddie? We'll be here till about um, 2 o'clock. To answer any of your questions yep. you have, even if you just want to. Start and they, and they'll t- talk about the tough modern roses too, right. the old fashioned roses. Right. Yeah, right. we got uh, antiques uh, roses. We got uh, they got a tremendous amount of uh, knockouts, <laughs> which is a popular rose, you know. And, yeah. But then they've got some uh, beautiful um, hybrid teas of all colors, fragrant, and what have you. So, so what are you? Uh, are you competing in the show on the twenty first? What's that? Are you competing in the show on the twenty first? Yeah, in fact, uh, I think I will. Okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm getting to that age uh, where I'm thinking about retiring from roses. I'm still going to participate. Oh, uh, quit uh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 40 years, my friend. Well, 40 years of growing exhibition roses. Wow. And and, you know, and this this bird right here, well, what, this what, horse is 81 years old. What, right? what are they going to put on your coffin? Uh, what, what flowers are they going to put on your coffin? Roses, of course. There you go. So you're not through with roses. No, I, no I'm not through. Actually, what a uh, cheerful thought. Huh? <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, he's actually. Uh, uh, you go uh, until I've he committed does. to uh, mentor people. Oh, that's good. That's what I do, and uh, and then um, I, I did get a, a national award as a. That's called a Blake Hedricks Award. Uh, oh, great! As uh, that's top top rose grower exhibition grower. Wow! In wow! States, yeah. You All deserve right. it. Yep. Congratulations! It came, yeah. it came, and it's it's kind of the top. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah quit you, while you're ahead, huh? You uh, you work so hard uh, to um, but it's, to get to that, you know. Yeah, but it's hard to retreat too, you know. To read, I can imagine if you've been as conscientious and uh, you're just alert to every change in your rose garden. It's hard to just relax and say, "Well, yeah, yeah. I'll just be content for well, some." You know, Not perfect flowers. I, I look at life like a stool with four legs. Okay. The first one <laughs> is the man upstairs. Uh-huh. The second one is your family. The third one is your work. And the fourth one, get involved in something that you love. And uh, it brings a lot of uh, joy to your life, a lot of friends. Uh, it's, it's a way to go. Speaking and, uh, of small things like a like a stew, uh, do you, do, do, does Bud Little ever 
cross your path anymore? Yeah, yeah, Bud, yeah. Uh, we, we see Bud from time to time. He comes to the meetings. Oh, good. When we have banquets, he's there. Uh, Bud is Bud, uh, you know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went through some tough times, uh, back injuries, but um, yeah. oh, no. he's, still, um, he's still the same Bud. Well, he, he didn't get them from bending over because he was growing miniatures all the time. You might not know this, but, uh, you know, he went to the same high school that I did in Laredo, Texas. Good wow. And, uh, you know, about uh, 30 years later, here comes a guy walking into our meeting, and it was Bud Little. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's something. I didn't know he was from Laredo. Oh, yeah. Very yeah, cool. We went to the same high school. Huh. So you all be here till always, 2 o'clock? You know, when you talk about Bud, I always remember when I was water conservation director and and Bud was catching water in a shower, yeah, in a pail and taking it out and putting yeah. it on the roses. Yeah. yeah, I've got I've got that video somewhere. <laughs> he used to he used to uh, capture all the water off of the roof, rainwater. And, yeah, yeah. He was he's a great guy. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. tell him I said hello next time you see him. So again, sarosociety.org, the place to go to learn more about that. And uh, you guys will be here till two, yep. doing uh, talking about roses, answering questions. What what's what do you think the biggest concern of people who don't know how to grow roses is? Do you think it's how much sun? Do, what do they do wrong well, most of the, the basic thing that they, they need sun. Okay, I mean, you got to have at least six hours of sun. Wow, minimum. minimum yeah. Okay, if you don't, uh, not even knockouts will grow <laughs> if they don't have any sun. You know, I mean, you got to have sun. I think that the biggest concern is you know uh, people on varieties that um, are pretty. Pretty healthy. Okay. Uh-huh. Easy but, to grow. Yeah, yeah. Roses are. Um, you get into um, the hybrid teas and the pretty curdlers and everything else, and big stems, to big buds. Uh, you um, you have to work at it. You have to work at it. Yeah. But the most important thing is, you know, I learned this from a gentleman that mentored me. His name was Red Huff. Uh, the man could uh, listen, he could hear, but he couldn't talk. And the way he, he related to me was, as I just was a real guy, real freshman in, in growing roses, you do, not, you do not plant a rose for what it depends on what it costs you in a 50-cent hole. You've got to prepare ah. the soil uh, if you want success. So mm-hmm. uh, I think if, that's very important that uh, people prepare the soil, that it be right. And then that, that planting takes place, and you take care of them. They're going to grow. They're going to grow. Yeah. Well, if you want to know how to do that and prepare the soil, you can come talk to these rosarians today till two o'clock. And uh, any thank you, come come by again if you get a chance uh, if, uh, before y'all go, and we'll talk a little more. You bet. You bet. Yeah. Again, our, our show is twenty first oh, April. Yeah. Good. April, and uh, our meetings are at the Garden Center the second Tuesday of every month. Everybody's welcome. Good yeah, to see you. Uh, a little closer to the 21st, uh, call us or either come by and uh, remind us that it's the 21st. Okay. Yeah, about the show. Yeah, please do. Thank you, guys. We have okay. short memories. Who was that we were talking to? Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Bill Burgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604M Boulevardy Road. 
Happy birthday to Millburgers. That's right. It's Millburgers' birthday celebration. Every spring this happens. And if you know Millburgers, you know that you're going to save on all the great plants that you're looking for. Like right now at Millburgers, you'll save on roses, including Belinda's Dream, Red, Pink, Double and Single Knockout Roses. Drift Roses are on sale. And Millburgers has antique garden roses on sale, too. So come on over to Millburgers if you've been looking for roses. And if you're looking for impatience, they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4-inch pot, which is 98 cents each. And someone was asking me about this the other day. It was just Blue Plum Bago on sale in the one-gallon container for four eighty-eight. Herbs are on sale at Millburgers for $1.88 in the 4-inch pot. You'll save on ground covers. Citrus trees are 20% off in the 5-gallon container now, just $34.88. You're going to find all these and more when you go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more and go to Millburger Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road to celebrate. Make plans now to join Salem Radio Network host Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise, August 11th through the 18th. And just added special guest Mike Lindell from MyPillow. Sell around and explore the world's most beautiful islands. Then at night, gather together with the host for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. And Mike Lindell will be giving each cruise cabin a certificate for two premium MyPillows and pillowcases. For all the details about this cruise and your special gift exclusively from MyPillow, visit 930amtheanswer.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. This is Albert Mogler for townhall.com. An important case before the Supreme Court this week points back to 2015 when the legislature in California adopted a law requiring crisis pregnancy centers to articulate an explicitly pro-abortion message right down to how women could contact the state about financial assistance and obtaining an abortion. In short, it's a law compelling speech. Ilya Shapiro, representing the Cato Institute, points out that it's extremely telling that California has no comparable law requiring abortion providers to post advertisements for adoption agencies or any other alternative to abortion. We're about to find out in short order if the justices of the United States Supreme Court mean what they say when they pledge to uphold the Constitution of the United States, a Constitution that includes the right of a citizen not to have a government coerce speech against conviction. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. Oh, here we go. The answer. A little birthday music for Millburgers as they celebrate their birthday, their anniversary celebration uh, right now. And uh, Trace is up here on the porch with us. Trace, well, it's a little busy to hear today. Has not, it's a little busy, but uh, we still got parking and oh, yeah. we still got plenty of color, tomatoes. Yeah. All kinds of vegetables. We've got herbs on sale. I think that's a great deal for 188 If you are looking for your Ruby Crush and BHN 968, they're here, too. So And smaller contain- uh, in gallons? Or four and a half. And, and some tycoons, and too. Inches. Tycoons, tycoons are, here. Are mainly in gallons, right? Mainly in gallons, but, but they're, uh, there's some four and a half inch, too. Four and a half. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Yeah, they look great. 
y'all see these big tomatoes out here that already got tomatoes on them? No. Which? Oh, wow. Yeah, they sure do. You got a lot of tomatoes. They're right in front on of you, Milton. Those right there? Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah, those green things. No, the ones on the far right. Oh, yeah, those do too. Wow. What, so, what variety is that? Uh, it was a bush type, so yeah. uh, it won't get too big, so it's good for a patio situation. Right. You, par- you probably even leave, be able to leave it in that pot. Huh, yeah. It's got the cage already oh, in does. there, that, that, part of the price. You know, the other thing that uh, we were talking about looking for last weekend, and uh, there's a uh, the milkweed. There's a ton of the butterfly weed. There is. Um, tropical milkweed here. Just getting ready to bloom. And the monarchs are in town. They're, they're in, I, I they're timed the, it that way. Limited numbers, but they're in time <laughs> and in town. And they're looking. If you got milkweed, uh, most of them made it through the winter. They're starting to, to grow, and the monarchs are looking at the leaves. And uh, they're just like these milkweeds, just ready to bloom. And so if you get them in quick. You should be uh, able to take advantage of that uh, population. They should be the monarch should be here for all through April. So, what do y'all think of the new citrus trees? Did y'all look at the new citrus? No, where are they? Over They're there? up against the fence. Uh, most of the new ones are on the side over here. Giant. That's the, that Becknell. Uh, I, I was impressed. They're nice oh, looking they're, trees. They're, they're good growers. And Charles put them on sale. What? Yes, sir. I saw that. Twenty so percent. That's a it's a it's a great tree, and uh, and it's even on sale. Twenty so percent off. That. Yeah. The giant swallowtails liked them. We saw them last weekend, cruising around. Well, maybe they weren't here last weekend, but the giant swallowtails are cruising around them. Well, uh, we uh, you know we always are trying to improve stuff. So we we got our own bag for the winterizer. We got we got our nineteen five nine in, and and it's flying out the door. We got and that's on sale. Nineteen five nine is on sale for nineteen eighty eight. So if you haven't fertilized, it's a heck of a deal. But we just got our new bag of the Milberger organic fertilizer. Yeah. So Ooh. if you're so if you're an organic person, this is something to try. It's a six one two. You can use it on trees and shrubs. It's uh, it's got all kinds of good stuff in there. Molasses, sunflower meal, cottonseed meal, soybean meal. It's it's a wonderful product. It doesn't uh, it doesn't smell as bad as a lot of the uh, manure based products out there. Not that we're not that we're gonna stop carrying cost? those. They are twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, it's a great product. Good looking bag, isn't that a sweet bag? <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's got the microbial micro riser. It, it does. Uh, it's got all the directions on there for for trees, shrubs, grass, vegetables. All that's on there, and uh, I think it's going to be a good one for us. I think you're right. Uh, I know that y'all are real proud of it and have worked hard to to get something that you. Uh, Think we'll, uh, We're not going to put our name on anything. Exactly, it's got to be it's got to be the best there out go. there uh, for us. That's to why that's why he, that on they won't let us wear any Milberger shirt. No, no. They're, still not, they're still not sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so you've got that and uh, uh, more coming in every day. Uh, we, Ed was talking about the Rose Society. We talked about them being there, and he briefly touched on it. But talk about all the roses you have. Oh my goodness, we've got. Drift roses. We've got knockout roses, lots of colors, uh, single and double. Uh, we've got uh, Grandma's Yellow. That one's not on sale, though. Uh, Belinda's Dream. 
That yeah. one's on special. Carefree uh, Beauty Pink. We got a lot of antique roses, including Metabulous, which is my favorite. Uh, and most of the, well, all of the hybrid roses have shown up. So tell, tell them, uh, Trace, too. Uh, they're they're seeing. I know they're seeing the metabolus out in the landscape. Tell them what that that looks like. Well, metabolus rose can be quite large. Um, eight foot by eight foot is not uncommon, and a lot of it's nicknamed butterfly rose. And when you whenever you look at a rose bush and it's got more than one color on it, it's very likely to be that one because as the blooms fade, you get you get a different look every day till the bloom finishes. And uh, uh, most years, at least eight months, it's blooming. But with some years, it's uh, some years it's all through the winter. You bet. Time. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a there, there was spectacular. A, there was a really nice one in front of uh, San Antonio Country Club, right at their entrance, and and they've recently cut it back. But at one point, it was eight by eight, fully loaded and bloomed. St. Paul Square. Three the, years in a row. Yeah. They're kind of that sheltered place in St. Paul Square, though. Those things bloom. I mean, you'd be there, be there in January, and they'll be blooming. Um, but it will fill a space. No, nobody has ever described uh, it as a disciplined grower. <laughs> but uh, you, if you got a disciplinedly large, yeah. If you got a big space, you want to cover that. Uh, and and, the, that's and good. almost maintenance free. Yeah, and, and it, the, the bloom is flat, not not like a rose, but it's flat like the antique rose. Of course, butterflies like it. It's a it's a great all around plant, tough, yeah, tough. Uh, qualifies as a xeriscape plant, and uh, most of those in the community, people don't water. I mean, the large ones definitely they they probably don't get watered. Still bloom and bloom and bloom. Now, if, uh, when you newly plant it, uh, it's better if you can water it every couple weeks for sure. But. Uh, Check Trace, it out. Yeah, Trace, tell me about this drift rose. I haven't. I that's haven't, that's the is new. That, is that just a ground cover rose? It, it is, but it's not like those old uh, Monrovia ones that that got all fungal and yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. This one is. Uh, Pretty I can't. I can't, I can't call it an, uh, an antique, but I can call it earth kind. Okay. Uh, it is a a far better variety out of short growing roses. Uh, disciplined grower grows more out than up, and uh, and very pretty. Lots of colors. I think there's five different versions of colors out there. Qualifies and as a tough modern rose. That, that's a good uh, yes. I like that tough modern rose. Okay. And as as time progresses, we're actually seeing a lot more of those being put on the uh, the landscape architects uh, diagrams that's instead of knockout roses. Oh, is that right? Yeah. They were they were real popular. I can't say they're. I mean, they're never going to phase out knockout rows, but uh, this is making a good run for its money, and they are a pretty little rows. A lot of different colors too. That's cool. Five, I think, five varieties out there right now, and there's I think there's a few other ones than that that I haven't gotten yet. And but it's not just pink and red variation. No, not at all. In fact, uh, I think the most popular. Well, most popular is always red, but there's a, a coral one. That uh, you see a lot of that one specific on even from our our maintenance and install departments, that's the one that they've been moving through a lot of. It says choose pink, uh, peach, apricot, and red. So there is a there is a coral and there's a popcorn. Uh, I don't think I have the popcorn out there right now. I do believe I have the other one. This but, is off, uh, popcorn. Off Popcorn is a uh, whitish yellow, just like yeah. it sounds. Hmm. Now I notice you have a pink double knockout in the knockout roses. Yes, I do. But uh, in the, there's a red double in there. 
Yeah. Uh, right now I've got four different knockouts. So I've got the pink and red in single, and I've got the pink and red in double. Oh, okay. You didn't have red double on Well, in on fact. Right up. That's what's in front of us right now, red doubles. Got a whole cart full. I love those red doubles. They're good roses. Yeah, all, I like all those tough modern roses and, and selected the old-fashioned roses. The ones we're talking about, like Mrs. Dudley Cross and, and Mutabilis, uh, oh, the uh, Martha Gonzalez, all of them are, you, you know, Jerry teases about the old-fashioned roses just blooming for two or three weeks. Like the Lady Banks is spectacular right now, but it's... After three weeks, you won't notice it. Yeah. But those roses that we've talked about, they're talking. You know, we're talking eight or nine months of a bloom period in, yeah, in our climate. Yeah, repeat bloomers. And tough, 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 tough roses. I, I, I was looking at the uh, the uh, for sale on on the internet, and they've got a picture of a rose by the antique. Uh, old rose, old rose garden roses. I don't know what rose that is. You have any idea what that rose is? See, it's got it's got a rose shape. No, but I'll, I'll see if I can't find out for you. Okay, but uh, we showed the rosarians. They probably tell us. Yeah, I thought about that. Yeah. All right, Trace. So, before you go, there's oh, a plant that uh, somebody left. Uh, it's right on the corner there. If you see if you can ID it, or, and let Jerry see it too, because no, oh. you seen it? Yeah, I already saw it. I oh, can't. I, it looks uh, familiar, doesn't it? I think it's a weed. Yeah, <laughs> That's, I, told, I, I told him so. Yeah, you you don't know what kind of weed though, Titan. No. Um, my, my my app told me it was a box elder, but I didn't believe that. No, yeah, it's not a box elder, but it is. Strikes me as that. Uh, and we know that weed that in a kind of a pioneer space of bare, bare ground, it grows in kind of a column and very tall. Uh, Jerry, I'll bet we'll know it. Uh, I'll get it in a minute. Okay. All right, Trace, do we have a plant of the weekend? We do. And uh, la- this kind of plays off of last week. So last week was uh, Devil's Trumpet. This week is Angel's Trumpet. All right. So we got, got rid of the devil and got some angels. We got in six different varieties. Most of them are creams and whites and yellow. Oh, there good. Be some Charles, uh, Charles Grimaldi over there, and uh, five gallon cans. They're great looking plants, probably in the three to four foot range, and uh, got to come down and look at them. Do they have Do they have blooms or just buds? They They have leaves. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Now, I spent some time with... Uh, I the, thought it was early for him to bloom. I spent some time with Dorothy uh, Weedy this week, and uh, I was telling her about some of the smaller ones, and and you were right. She didn't have much use for... Uh, no. She didn't no. say this, but uh, I could see her thinking, what do you want those sissy flowers for yeah. when you can have this 16-footer? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you don't. That from a little person. You don't go visit Dorothy Weedy without uh, caring. I, I, I made a mistake. Well, I t- took my Volkswagen Beetle, thinking that I wouldn't get it as many plants. Then <laughs> she was just helping me pile them in there. You know, finding the space. Yeah, that's an old-timer way. Yeah, Dorothy is a famous, uh, among many famous master gardeners from 
the uh, old days that we worked with for all these years and it's worked with Millburgers and uh, all the events. Especially on angel trumpets. Yeah. That's our favorite. And hibiscus. Oh, and her yard is so loaded with uh, poppies. Oh, yeah, I bet so. Gosh, it's just spectacular. The red? Red. And she gave me seed, and mine have started to bloom, but it's like like the seed recognized her as the <laughs> queen of the... So not, nothing gets to bloom until after Dorothy's been blooming for two or three weeks here. But... Uh, she, well, she may have more sun than you do. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but uh, that's she is she's one of the the advocates for uh, all the angel trumpet. And oh, yeah, big all, time. All of them. And uh, they're, they're fairly easy to root. Uh, Dorothy, I tell the story about her telling me to when, when we were cutting the angel trumpet back to root it. We were cutting uh, six to eight inch uh, sticks and stick sticking them in, just sticking them in potting mix, and uh, I would throw the base away. And uh, Dorothy told me that she said, "Oh no, that that root's good too." And so you know, I'm thinking it go, that goes against all all rooting uh, procedures that you that you learn about. And I said, I'm just going to teach Dorothy a lesson. You know, I'm just going to show her. And so I stuck that base. I'm, I'm talking about an uh, inch and a half wood into a, into a pot. And that was the one that rooted first. <laughs> so it just goes opposite against, uh, usually you want a pencil-sized wood. and Don't mess with Dorothy. Don't mess with Dorothy. You know, Dorothy is She's famous. done it before. She's famous in our neighborhood for her... Uh, Raccoon catching records. Yeah, she's passed well past two hundred. Oh my goodness! And she's she's getting a little older. I mean, she's still gardening out there, hoeing every day, but uh, she doesn't do as much raccoon catching. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and I can tell because they've moved down to my yard. Uh. <laughs> Trace, anything else? I think that's it. Please right. come and visit us. We got lots of color, and we can make your yard look beautiful for well, spring because we are now in spring. Yep, officially. It's official. Well, half the fun too. If you got a little time, I've seen the uh, people, uh, grandmas and moms and kids and the whole family. Uh, you can kind of there's so much color, so much choice here. You can uh, kind of plan your landscape just by seeing what you you like. And the staff uh, knows uh, the plants well enough to let you know if that's appropriate. And of course, right now you got the Rose Society here too. So, hey, um, next week, how's the the backyard birding kids seminar looking? As of this morning, I believe there was seven slots. All right. And if Mary gets a chance, she's going to come up and right. and talk about it. But I believe there was seven openings still left. Okay. And. Uh, Kids can learn something, and they get to take home something. Oh, yeah. Calvin and Mary are going to be teaching it about backyard, about birds and birding, and then you're going to walk away with a little gourd birdhouse, we think. That's that's the hope, yeah. That's the hope. Well, listen, on that one, you need to make your reservations. There's no cost, but because there are only seven slots, call 497-3760-497-3760. Only seven more, yeah. That means 23 have already signed up. Absolutely. So I'm sorry, yeah. So. Go ahead and sign up for that as soon as you can at 497-3760. Thanks, Trace. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, did you have a question? Yes. Can we ask it on the air? Oh, okay. Then hang on. We're going to take a quick break. And while we do, uh, give us a call at 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer.
it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 M. Bulverde Road. Happy birthday to Millburgers. That's right. It's Millburgers' birthday celebration. Every spring this happens. And if you know Millburgers, you know that you're going to save on all the great plants that you're looking for. Like right now at Millburgers, you'll save on roses, including Belinda's Dream, Red, Pink, Double and Single Knockout Roses. Drift Roses are on sale. And Millburgers has Antique Garden Roses on sale, too. So come on over to Millburgers if you've been looking for roses. And if you're looking for Impatience, they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4-inch pot for just 98 cents each. And someone was asking me about this the other day. It was just Blue Plum Bago on sale in the one-gallon container for four eighty-eight. Herbs are on sale at Millburgers for $1.88 in the 4-inch pot. You'll save on ground covers. Citrus trees are 20% off in the 5-gallon container now, just $34.88. You're going to find all these and more when you go to millburgernursery.com to learn more and go to Millburgers Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road to celebrate. His debut album has taken Christian music by storm. And now he's coming to town for one night only. Compassion International presents the Chainbreaker Spring Revival Tour with Zach Williams. Grammy, Dove, and Billboard Music Award winner Zach Williams. Zach Williams with special guest Carrollton and Jamie Kimmett. Zach Williams in the Chainbreaker Spring Revival Tour with Carrollton and Jamie Kimmett. Produced by Compassion Productions. Friday evening, April 6th at River City Community Church in Selma, Texas. Tickets on sale now at liveshowevents.net. A live show event, Rush Concert Production. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. They want revenge. No, why not? Love is the only way. In the film Paul, Apostle of Christ, a Roman prisoner named Paul is visited by an old friend named Luke, determined to write a book that details the history and acts of the early church. This is a well-crafted, moving film with strong performances that clearly communicate the passion of faith. Admittedly, though, this movie isn't for everyone. It can be violent and disturbing in places. But as more and more Christian movies seem to make it to the marketplace, let me just say, this is how it's done. I'm giving Paul, Apostle of Christ, a hearty 3.5 out of 5 for family friendliness. For more, be sure to check out our full review at PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Happy birthday, darling. I have no presents, no fancy cake. But I hope I'll make you happy with everything I take. And... Now back at the station, little another happy birthday song to Mill Burgers. That was Conway Twitty. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, uh, okay, I, I won't be definitive here. I won't say that everyone hates roaches. There are some people that don't mind roaches in their house. 
you <laughs> may not be one of those people. You should have seen the big one I killed last night. Why'd I mean, you kill he, it? I thought you were a fan. Well, I, I was going to mount it. <laughs> I, I mounted it. <laughs> well, he's probably got recipes for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, if you don't want roaches in your home and you don't want rats and you don't want spiders and you don't want scorpions, you don't want fleas in your yard. Termites. Termites. Spider-Man Pest Control is the way to go. Uh, Spider-Man will come in, evaluate the situation, tell you your options, whether they're synthetic or they are organic, and he'll uh, you will work to find the solution that you want. He'll also look to see why they're coming in, why what's causing it, and he'll help you to fix that too. So if you're looking to get rid of uh, all those bugs and nasty things that are bugging you, and you're looking for a good person to do it, it's Spider-Man, Warren Remy, and Spider-Man Pest Control. Call 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. GoSpiderManPest.com is the website. Go Spider-Man Pest. All right, we're here back at Mill Burgers, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, with the uh, San Antonio Rose Society is here today until 2 o'clock. It's the first weekend of Mill Burgers' big celebration, the anniversary celebration they have every year. Uh, some of the things that we didn't mention that were on sale, tropical hibiscus in the three-gallon container for fourteen eighty-eight. citrus trees we did. Slow-release lawn fertilizer. Uh, I think you're right. Nineteen five nine. Uh-huh. Under $20, 1989. Oh, a beautiful bag. Yeah, gosh, that's a, that's a good good bargain. Get a, you, you know, you can keep it indefinitely if you don't open the bag. So just get, you know, get about three bags so you got it on hand. Three-gallon uh, sizes of uh, the best landscape and foundation plants for this area, like Japanese or Winter Gem Boxwood, Dwarf Yopon Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, uh, wax leaf agustrum, just in just eleven eighty eight in the three gallon container. Tomatoes, 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 and uh, begonias, uh, and we've got uh, starting to get some zinnias in there. Am I seeing Jerry? Am I seeing Don? There, vincas or are those still petunias and dianthus? I'm adding petunias and dianthus. I don't yeah. think the vincas are ready. Okay, yet. yeah, the red, the spectacular red and white must be. Uh, the uh, dianthus, yeah, over there. Uh, geraniums, of course. Uh, looking, uh, they're looking great too. And the new citruses in, and uh, I see one walking out as we speak. Really, and that's a spectacular uh, walking citrus. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> it'll walk itself to your car. And when, so when I when I talked trouble. about the giant swallowtails, Trace kind of looked at me like, "Are they stealing the plants yeah. or what?" <laughs> But uh, a lot of good things for sale on, over here at Mill Burgers. And, uh, and like I said, the Rosarians over here. Yep. Calvin's got, a, got his guide to lawn care needs. This is, this is one in today's paper. If you don't, if you don't take the paper, uh, this would be worth uh, picking one up at the corner store and uh, saving this this guide to lawn care needs because uh, it, ta- it, it Calvin's broken it down month, month by month on what you should be doing and uh, the, the these are all the questions we get uh, we get throughout the year it goes all the way through uh, uh, November December January February so it, it's an entire year 
of what to do in the, in the landscape. That's a good column. Like, yeah, it get, gets a good response. Yeah. Because, it is. because and people can cut this out, cut this out, and and post it somewhere, and so they'll know what to do month by month. And uh, this month, Calvin says uh, says that it's too early to fertilize. Wait until real grass has been mowed twice. And uh, the, the the problem with that deal is that most people don't know what their real, real grass, can't you tell the real grass from the from yeah. the from the weedy grass. Yeah, the rescue grass or annual bluegrass. But uh, and uh, the the I, I guess one way one way you could tell if you if you had a bunch of weeds in your lawn or you had a lawn that was totally weeds is go in there and spray, spray with uh, uh, herbicides such as uh, uh, I just had it on the tips of my lips uh, uh, weed uh, weed free zone weed free zone there you go weed free zone which kills all the broadleaf weeds and won't hurt the grass, your lawn grasses. So that that would be a way to distinguish between the weeds and, and your lawn. In uh, one of the question and answers, I, somebody asked me, how, how do you tell the difference? And, I, and I, when I think of the, the, uh, those annual grass weeds, they're in a, they originate, the, the blades originate in a central clump. That's true. And there's no, you know, it's, it's pretty obvious if you pull that and it comes out as that single base, there's no rhizomes or, yeah. or runners across the, uh, the, the the top of the, and the other thing is that there, uh, San Augustine grass has some uh, pretty square kind of a bend in it. Right. And so, so if you look at it, now what else is happening now? It's getting warm enough that the the weeds, the grass weeds, are starting to lose their color. Yeah. And so turn yellow. Yeah. So I've had a couple of questions. People call and say, "What is happening? What is happening? My grass <laughs> looks so good now. It's turning yellow. I don't know. Should I water it more?" Or? Mine is too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's going to seed. That's right. It's producing seed if you haven't mowed it or whatever. So, uh, but that's a natural occurrence, and that's that's the good news because your your real grass will take over after that yeah. grass dies back. And even uh, if you got uh, uh, Bermuda grass, you're, you're generally the Bermuda grass lawns are not uh, all green yet. They've got around the edges; they're started to move in. The only place the Bermuda grass is really growing vigorously is trying to get into my raised bed. Now, there you go. Yeah. There you go. But uh, you've probably got uh, a lot of yards have uh, annual bluegrass if you've got, uh, especially if you got some nice big trees in there, you'll have uh, you'll have annual bluegrass, and it's kind of a fine grass. But, again, it's got, it originates in a central clump. And the annual bluegrass is even faster than the rescue rescue grass to turn pale yellow. Now it's fading, and the San Aug- and the Bermuda grass is going to be growing really vigorously, and you you can tell that because it's got some runners everywhere, and that's that's pretty obvious. So just wait as long as you can. April fifteenth is a good date, and in fact, if you're using slow release lawn fertilizer, you're not really losing a lot. 
of efficiency, but uh, just better for the lawn and less less of the nitrogen goes to the weeds if you uh, can wait uh, until you've mowed real grass twice. Yeah, and this you you mentioned in there in your to-do list uh, the. Uh, it's a good time to get, if you've got an automatic uh, sprinkler ir- irrigation system, this is a good time to have it checked out by ir- irrigation. Uh, and so the, so they can make repairs if, if you've got leaks or, or sprinklers that's not working and not throwing the right direction and things like that. And they, I mean, it's rare that you go through a year Especially if you got pets, kids, oh, yeah. people that uh, park in the front, you know, <laughs> you'll always have uh, some some damage, head or, or leaks, and get them done now. The uh, uh, contractors are in pretty good shape; they can probably get out there pretty quickly and take care of it before it gets. You get in the hot part of the summer, and it's almost impossible to get any service. I was uh, at a place this week. And uh, they had scalped their zoysia, and uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what particular zoysia it was, but uh, I mean they scalped it mm. down to the, to the ground. And uh, did they say why? Yeah, I, I asked him. I said, uh, "Why'd you do that?" I said, "Well, what had happened was they." They went through a period of time that they didn't mow it. It didn't look like it needed mowing. Oh, okay. And so it matted up on itself and got thatch. And then, then when they did mow it, it got there, ripped. There you go. When they, when they did mow it, it made the bare spots in the, you know, where where the uh-huh. grass was high and they were mowing low. So it, it just messed the whole gazorja uh, lawn up. That's what I tell people. Uh, if you got a zoysia grass lawn, the, it doesn't grow fast. It doesn't grow fast. So you have a tendency not to mow it every week. But you better mow it every week or you're going to get into a mess. And if you have a shot, you know, we used to say, well, a real mower is better. But if you keep your mow it every week and you keep your regular mower, your rotary mower sharp, it works fine. Right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verde Road where the big anniversary celebration is going on. It goes on through next week here at 1604 on Verde Road. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, the San Antonio Rose Society is here with us today. And they are going to be here till 2 o'clock answering your rose questions at 1604 and Bull Road. So you come on out. You can talk to them. You can talk to us. Or you can call us at 210-308-8867. David is on the line. Hi there, David. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Yep, David, you there? David, David. David. We can't hear David if he's on. 
All right, well, let's see. Uh, up, David, we lost you. So give us a call back, 210-308-8867. All right, what you got up there? I was looking at Neil Sperry's uh, questions and answers, and he's he's a big proponent. Uh, he says it's non-negotiable for wrapping the trunks of recently planted Chinese pistachios and oaks. Uh, and he talks about the... Uh, you, you just wrap them with a, with a, uh, let's see, what do you call it? Any uh, kind of t- taper, fiber yeah. wrapper. I also would add uh, fruit trees to that. Fruit trees? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you... Uh, Especially when they're young like yeah, that. Plums and peaches are really vulnerable to um, burns, uh, sunburns. He calls it, it says, apply a paper tree, paper tree wrap. From the nursery or, or hardware store from the ground up to the lowest branches and leave it in place for 18 to 30 months. I kind of like the years. I leave mine in Three place years. until they dis, it disintegrates. Yeah, yeah. Which is usually about, I suspect it's about three years. But uh, that'll keep the, the sun burning and the, the boars from getting running your uh, newly planted tree. And the other other thing we do is that's that's another reason why you don't don't want to be too fast on the pruning shears to get all those little branches off right, the right. off those trunks because they they provide what do we call them trashy trashy trunks trashy trunks trunk yeah it's a it's a, one of the best ways to keep the the trunks from uh, blistering and getting injured and remember that vascular system is just below that that uh, outside bark so you really can uh, he talks about the red oaks you can uh, set set them way back Uh, you'll have a red oak that doesn't have a scarred trunk next to one that does almost the exact same situation and uh, and the one will grow three times as fast just from that uh, that injury Uh, mowers and uh, string mowers also can injure them so yeah um, he also has a question on um, sago palms, and uh, we we hadn't had any questions on this, but uh, the sago a lot of especially out north north of town, uh, a lot of the sago palms burnt back during the freeze. In other words, now they have dried fronds on the top, uh, especially out around Fair Oaks, out in that area. Well, it got a little bit colder, I guess. But uh, the young sago palm, and the only, only thing you can do with those brown fronds or, or leaves, that's what you call the, the entire leaf of, of a sago palm, is to cut those dead ones off because they'll never green up. And uh, cut, cut them off at, at the base and let new ones uh, form. Uh, it's it's happening. It seems it happened uh, almost every year out there because sagos are kind of cold sensitive. Yeah. Well, but I, I, don't, I haven't noticed it so much around town as I as I have uh, out in the northern areas. One of the things we noticed is that they're if you got them in containers this time of the year, there's all the all those new little uh, new sprouts right are coming out, and and if you're used to having a kind of a disciplined look. And it's uh, sometimes it's a little tough to, uh, you know, if you've got 
if it's in the ground, you can just pretty get a sharp spade and cut some of those new uh, pieces off there. But in a container, you you try that and you end up with broken containers too. So <laughs> it's a little trick, but yeah, that yeah. might be a good use for your trowel. Yeah, and a good and the the good news is that you can just replant the. It's well, I think good news. It's they're heavy and they're sharp, so it's yeah. not easy, but. The plant doesn't get hurt. You can uh, get it back and put it in another container. Yeah. But uh, don't don't think that those brown fronds or, or leaves are going to turn green again because they're not. You might as well cut them off at the base uh, whenever you can. Now's a good time uh, because uh, you're, you're beginning to see, as the soil warms up, you're beginning to see a little new growth come from the center. They all... All the leaves are generated in the in the center of the plant. Then we last, I think last weekend we had a caller that uh, had fruit fruit that showed up. Yeah, that is one of the few uh, plant plants too uh, that uh, you want to be real careful in terms of uh, pets because some, sometimes the, the and it'll be a while before there'll be any kind of threat, but the some pets they look enough like a ball and shape that mm. they'll pick them up, and my bet identified that the fruit of uh, sago palm is one is one of the a few plants that really is a threat to for pet poisoning. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. And another plant that I have that's doing well. I have two of them that are actually doing real well. My Belinda tree. Two plants in your whole yard. I know. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. So the Belinda tree the is doing really well. Uh, Knockout's not doing too well. But around town they are, so I know that's me. Um, and the, um, which is the one that was the, the one we bought here? Was it the Laura Bush Petunia? Or the VIP. The VIP is the mama? Yeah. Okay. So it was Laurel Bush we bought here last year, remember? Right. So it, it did great last year, and then it... uh you know, Yep, and now it's coming back, and it is it is happy. <laughs> Receding. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah I it receded. Think, oh, did it? I don't know if the plant died. It's you know, um, another uh, a couple of weeks it's ago, sure I was trying to think of uh, a variety of petunias that I've always liked. They had a virus problem years ago of the waves. Mm-hmm. Gosh, yeah, their pink wave is pretty spectacular. But their pink and white are all looking good, too, along, right. with, along with the Laura Bush. Hattie, did you have a question? Do you folks know anything about brown satsumas? Brown satsumas? Can we talk about your question on the air? No, no, can we talk about it on the air? We're, on, we're doing a radio show. I know. So here, I'm going to give you the mic so these guys can hear you. All right. So what you're asking about? What's the question? He's asking about, uh, you say there's a brown, B-R-O-W-N, Satsuma over there. You don't need to turn it No, on. you're just talking. Just talking. You're just talking to him. I have questions about brown Satsumas. Okay. That, that's the tag, name on the tag. Yeah, that's the name on the tag. Yeah, that's brown satsuma. Brown, brown is a uh, selection of satsuma that they made out of, I think they made it out of Louisiana. But it's supposed to be a, a, 
high quality satsuma. Okay. But I, it's it's not. Well, I won't say it's not as good as Sito or Miho or Okitsu. You see those over there too? No, I didn't. Okay. But uh, Brown is a good satsuma. Okay. Okay. It just got an ugly name. Uh, his name after the guy yeah. that found yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Jeez, Calvin. We should have. It should have a. I mean, if it's going to pick a color, it should be yeah. a spectacular color. Green or something. Yeah. Huh? Um, All right. Two one zero three. Glowing, glow in the dark orange or something. That'd be nice. Eight eight six seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Somebody wants to know when to uh, dig their rain lilies. Uh, let's see, they call them surprise lilies. And uh, Neil says uh, uh, they're also known as neck. I can't believe Neil put this naked lady. In <sighs> Can you believe Neil Spare put that in his? He's changed. Um, but. Uh, he says, like like many of the fall flowering bulbs, uh, this one uh, produces its foliage in the late fall and over, and over the winter, which is now. The leaves then die down in the spring, and the flowers emerge in late summer or early fall. Digging and moving them is best done soon after the tops die down in May, or early June, which is coming up on now. Uh, Bubs are hard to find and rather expensive. So what he's saying is they're actually better dug in the summer, but people forget where they are. Hmm. You know, they forget where they're located. And uh, once they lose that top foliage, you can't tell unless, unless you marked them in some way. But uh, he says get them when they, when the, when the foliage begins to it'll it'll fall over and look like it's dying, look like the whole plant is dying, and that's when you want to dig them up, dig them up and and change them, and that probably won't throw you off of a bloom cycle. Cherry, we were t- talking about you had mentioned uh, the Persian lime a couple, couple of weeks ago, you you. You know the characteristics of that. I think you said it was a little. It's bigger, but it had, a, and it was a little more sensitive to cold. Right. Than the Mexican lime or the key lime. The ones that we grow a lot of are Mexican limes, key lime, teeny little fruit, but just covered with fruit. And uh, they're still pretty cold sensitive, but Persian would be even better, even more. You'd have to cover it uh, if it got below 26 degrees, 28 degrees. Pretty plant though. Huh? Same as the kefir lime? Kefir lime. Yeah. Right. All right, well, there we go. Helping somebody. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And somebody writes in about their mountain laurels. Um, not blooming real well. Um that is, it's bloomed once in, in the spring since he bought it eight years ago. And what can I do to encourage better flowering? I think just fertility. 
they grow slow as, as shrubs of small trees go, and they usually don't bloom reliably until they become somewhat mature. Uh, we saw all ours blooming all around the place. And, uh, and of course, Millburger was selling some in, I guess, five-gallon containers full of blooms. And so they, I, th- I think it's fertility. Uh, in fact, that, that was the key to growing, uh, growing the, uh, uh, you know, used to not too long ago, 20 years ago. You could only buy the ones that were dug out out of the wild, and fifty uh, percent of those would die. What's that? Mountain laurel. Oh gosh, yeah. Remember and they? So it was a mess. Every question, well, every week, and show we would have somebody say, "Well, what's the chances that this three-foot plant is going to survive?" Yeah. And then we would debate about, <laughs> you know, what kind of soils and and uh, how fast they get there and. Uh, and it was never over 50% success. Yeah. But uh, now they're growing them in containers, and uh, they're just fertilizing the dickens out of them. I think they're using uh, copious amounts of osmocote, and, and as well as uh, uh, fertilization through the water, water fertilization. So if, if, I, if I had a Kramer uh, mountain laurel that wasn't blooming properly, I would uh, probably fertilize it. Let's see, did Neil say that flowers sometimes lost? He said flowers are sometimes lost in cold winter, but not this winter if you're around here. Because this is one of the best uh, mountain laurel blooms I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, some are just spectacular. Well, you could have, you could have both, you probably could have both causes. You could, uh, some some places where they fertilize the heck out of them, that might be causing them just to concentrate on foliage. In other places where a little fertilizer might perk them up. So that's that's one of the keys, Jerry, isn't it? To when we talk about getting things to bloom, you want you want to change the environment a little bit, to change the care pattern a little bit, to stress mm-hmm. them a little bit, yeah, or. Get it, let them have access to more nutrients. Hey, we got Tom on the line at 210-308-8867. Tom, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Great, guys. How are y'all? Good, man. What's going on? Well, um, last season, I saw this beautiful mountain laurel next to a fast food joint. And uh, it was a very nice looking tree, but it had these weird triangular-shaped rubbery things hanging off around where each bloom is. And I went back to look at it this season, and the only ones I see are the ones left from last year, so I assume that they come out later. And um, I searched all over the Internet, and I finally found uh, what's called fasciation, I think. Right. That's Did a good job. Is. That's what it is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, it's you know, again, it's a beautiful tree, but what I read about fasciation is that it's some anomaly, not necessarily an anomaly, but maybe uh, the tree has a problem, and uh, this no, one doesn't look, no. look that way. Just a, it's just a, some it's kind just of a, variation. Yeah, it's just a growth uh, Actually, phenomenon. Actually, I think, I think they call it an anomaly because it, they're not exactly sure if it's a benefit to the plant or just neutral 
generally we think of it as just uh, some kind of variation in growth pattern. I th- I, we see it in blue bonnets, too. It happens in blue bonnets, no which kidding. is a legume, just like uh, a mountain lard are. But, well, uh, now do you see it? I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'll, I'll chalk it up to something uh, damaged the... Uh, uh, some insect or, or something has damaged the growing point of the of the bloom spike. Well, and, it's all uh, over ca- the Cause tree. it to ha- have that flattened uh, surface mm-hmm. on there. And some plants seem to do it quite a bit. Other plants yeah. never do it. Now we we have. One, uh, go ahead. On this, on this particular one, the 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 colorines look great. The flowers look great, and there's just this extra protrusion there right uh, well if you're interested in seeing it it's uh at days of all and i-10 there's a there's a culver's hamburger place on on days of all just off of i-10 and uh it's right there at the entrance you can't yeah how, how how many uh these structures are on on the plant <laughs> they're all over it oh that now, right yeah they're not on there right now there's a couple left from last season. They're all dried up, but last season they were all over it. Okay. So I'm not sure exactly you know, if it happens all the time or it, it's an know, alien invasion. Now, yeah. when when it when it blooms, did did you see uh, bloom flower? Did you see flowers on oh, that yeah. uh, widened area? Yeah. The the this the the. The rubbery thing, the flowers, and the seeds were all right there bunched together. Right, right. Yeah, that's fasciated growth. Okay. It's kind of fascinating, well, isn't it? I'm fascinated by the fasciation. Uh. All right. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, sir. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you finding it on, on the Internet. Way to go, yeah, David. <laughs> everything. Remember, David, everything is on the Internet. And everything, and, and some true. of it's correct. Some of it's yeah. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, David. You take care. Bye, David. All right, Mike's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Mike. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing good. My my question is, I was at Costco. I saw they had the, what they call the Alpine beehives, with the ones with the tube. And in a lot of the plants around here with the blooms right now, I have a lot, a lot of bees that look to be, I believe, the Monroe bees. And so my question is, around the Bear County area or anywhere around it, are you aware of anybody that I can get the uh, larva from? Or I, I've seen on the Internet where you can order for uh, native bees or the Monroe bees. And I, I was just wondering if there's a, maybe a local supplier. I don't know of one. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with the. Uh, you, you say this is a Alpine bee or, or Alpine or way to way to raise bees? Is that I don't understand. Is yeah, it a different kind of hive? Yes, yeah, it's, it's basically you know kind of a birdhouse looking structure, but it has tubes in it. But it, they don't do like honeycombs, but they're more like I guess if you compare them to like a, a mud dauber type, where they, 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 the house is just filled with tubes and they go in. But they're especially oh. designed for uh, native, um, or uh, I can't remember the term for them, but uh, 
they're more uh, native bees, and, and like I think the Monroe bee is, is one of the more popular ones. And I've seen okay. a lot of them around, but I was just wanting to, you know, get I'm some not, kind of I'm, seed I'm, to hide. I'm not familiar with that kind of Me apparatus. That may be throwing it out to the audience to see if somebody can call in with a suggestion on that. Yeah. One. All righty. You can, you can, you All might right. call um, Alamo Beekeepers. Uh, or Perez Beekeeping. Yeah. I don't know if he knows oh. anything about it or not. And is Alamo a club? Alamo Beekeepers? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, great. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, tell us what you find I, out. Okay, Thanks. we'll do. Thank you. Thanks, Bye-bye. Mike. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break in just a second. You can look under bees. I filed under bees. How do you spell oh. bees? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of bees in it. Uh, 210 He's got a million of them. 210 <laughs> A million bees? A million bees, That's yes. very hard to spell. Then. We're going to exp- go from birds to the bees or bees to the birds in just a second when we come back and talk to... Uh, Mary, about the upcoming ch- uh, kids' workshop next week here at Mill Burgers on the 31st. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. I hope she answer. finishes that beautiful hamburger before she gets us. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Mill Burgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 M. Bulverde Road. Happy birthday to Millburgers. That's right. It's Millburgers' birthday celebration. Every spring this happens. And if you know Millburgers, you know that you're going to save on all the great plants that you're looking for. Like right now at Millburgers, you'll save on roses, including Belinda's Dream, Red, Pink, Double and Single Knockout Roses. Drift Roses are on sale. And Millburgers has Antique Garden Roses on sale, too. So come on over to Millburgers if you've been looking for roses. And if you're looking for Impatience, they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4-inch were just 98 cents each and someone was asking me about this the other day it was just blue plumbago on sale in the one gallon container for 488 herbs are on sale at millburgers for a dollar 88 in the four inch pot you'll save on ground covers citrus trees are 20 percent off in the five gallon container now just 3488 you're going to find all these and more when you go to millburgernursery.com to learn more and go to millburgers nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy road to celebrate Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Join Project One for our quarterly mixer, where you get to meet many of the previous organizations we have featured right here on Project One. Thursday, April 5th, from 4 to 6 p.m. at Documation Headquarters. You'll get to meet with leaders with many nonprofit organizations we have featured that are looking for mentors and volunteers just like you. Come see what they're all about. 
Hear from each of them and be a part of our live Project One recording. Light refreshments will be served along with tours of Documation's incredible headquarters. Plus, be in our studio where we come to you weekly. That's Thursday, April 5th, from 4 till 6 p.m. at the Documation Headquarters, 4560 Lock Hill Selma Road in San Antonio. Will you be the one that makes a difference in the life of another? Then join us April 5th. Plus, we'll have some great door prizes. We'll see you there. This is Albert Mogler for townhall.com. An important case before the Supreme Court this week points back to 2015 when the legislature in California adopted a law requiring crisis pregnancy centers to articulate an explicitly pro-abortion message right down to how women could contact the state about financial assistance and obtaining an abortion. In short, it's a law compelling speech. Ilya Shapiro, representing the Cato Institute, points out that it's extremely telling that California has no comparable law requiring abortion providers to post advertisements for adoption agencies or any other alternative to abortion. We're about to find out in short order if the justices of the United States Supreme Court mean what they say when they pledge to uphold the Constitution of the United States, a Constitution that includes the right of a citizen not to have a government coerce speech against conviction. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Well, I know where you're going and who's going to meet you there. I know how late you'll be coming home, but guess who doesn't care? And I'll step out too, and since I won't be here. Happy birthday, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Miss Loretta. Yeah. Taking care of all the holidays. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Since I won't be here. <laughs> all right. 210 308 8867. Hey, I want to talk to you about quality organic products. We uh, always get a, people asking us where can we get soils or compost or mulches or some of the hardscape uh, that you're looking for. Quality organic products is the uh, place to go. Right there on Lookout Road, just about a quarter mile outside of 1604. Uh, and their name says it all. Quality, organic, and their products. And uh, like you can choose from their Garden Plus soil, which is a QOP-based compost with red sand, green sand, coffee grounds, pecan shells, cedar flakes, all screened together to make their most uh, rich blend for gardening use and one of the more popular uh, soils. And, Calvin, every week you ask me about quality organic products and... And the aeration and the if they have the equipment available. And I uh, texted Todd last week, and yes, they do. So Good. if you're looking for a place to get an aerator, Quality Organic Products can help you with that. Uh, they, they do a good job. You'll like dealing with them. These are the places, uh, this is the place that landscapers go to to get their supplies. That means two things. One, they can charge you a little less so you get a better deal. And two, it's, where the, pla- it's the place where people go whose business depends on the quality of the products they get. So you can and they have their own drivers. Oh, absolutely. They're wonderful drivers. They'll get, a, get the truck in places that you'd never dream they could and deliver it right where you want it. And they can even do two loads at once. So if you got, like, something and you need two things, soil and mulch, mulch, yep, then they can do that as well in the truck. And because uh, Todd has his own truck, sometimes he can even do the same day. Now, they're only open for 30 more minutes, so I'm guessing today might not work, but next Saturday might or Monday might. So you can give them a call. Quality 
organic products. 651-0200. Find them on the web. Check them out. Qualityorganicproducts.com. Qualityorganicproducts.com. All right, 210-308-8867. That's our number. And Mary's up on the porch with us. And we're going Hello, to talk. guys. Hello, Mary. Uh, you and Calvin are going to be doing a workshop next Saturday. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, I'm relying on Calvin to talk about all the birds. Um, we're we're going to go through what the basic bird population is for our yards. And I've got a beautiful big poster coming that we could point them out to you. And then uh, what, what do you, you want to add on to that? And well, and we, you know, the kids, kids are really curious about uh, the birds is a wonderful place to uh, to live if you're uh, if you're interested in birds and we the plants here at Millburgers can contribute to the amount the number of birds that you can see and the ease ease in observing them. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, the hummingbirds should be here any time. Yeah. All those plants. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, that's what we'll do. We'll talk about varieties. We'll talk about the migrations, the purple martins. Are uh, are here now, and uh, that's what Mary's going to work on a, a gourd. Yeah, we're going to do a, a, a gourd birdhouse, and basically, I've already going to do all the work. I, I've just got the gourds. This Is it going to be the martin size hole, or I'm going to do? I was thinking size. the wren size hole because okay. the wrens, because you need more than one for the martins. So yeah, usually. You know, uh, but and, uh, I I can include instructions on how to do that. Okay. And then the the wrens also you can uh, easier to place them. Uh, you can put a, a gar- gourd wren house any place. Oh no, and them. they will they will come to that gourd uh, every time. They're yeah. just wonderful to watch yeah. too. They pick up a lot of little worms and. You can uh, even do a, if you got a outdoor light fixture. I've seen them. I've seen them actually nest in. Uh, Piles of cans, you know, yeah. cans, cans that are sitting there. They'll, they'll huh. Oh, they're adorable. They're amazing. I love watching them. I mean, a lot of people have problems with them getting in their hanging baskets, and I'm thinking, well, maybe they ought to get a gourd, and maybe they'll leave the basket and go to the gourd. But uh, what? since I'm going to prep all the gourds for everybody, I thought we could just have fun painting them. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. And so we, uh, I got a... I'm real excited about that. I'll I'll go ahead and do mine first, and then I'll and we'll see. see if we can't answer everybody's questions about cardinals and purple martins and hummingbirds and the Mexican eagles that yeah. are moving into yeah the Cara city. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. Now this is a kids class, and uh, we recommend when Trace came up earlier and we gave the phone number out, there were seven slots left out of thirty. So. If you want to be a part of this, this one's going to be pretty popular. And uh, yeah, what is cooler than taking home a little bird home? No, that would be great. Kids, uh, you can bring your parents along too. Can yeah. They? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Your parents can come along anytime. But call and make your reservations. No cost, but make your reservations at four nine seven three seven six zero four nine seven thirty seven sixty. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. Um, and, uh, Mary, what else is going on here at the nursery? What kind of questions? Because you answer a lot of questions for folks. What kind of questions they ask in this time of year? Oh, you know, anywhere from why isn't my tree budded out yet to, oh. um, you know, what's good in the shade. So I answer all questions and uh, have a reputation of getting down to exactly what will work in their situation so i asked about 20 questions every customer like Goodness. trying to narrow it down 
And uh, I know it worked for me. I've done it wrong for them already. Uh, I've tried just about everything growing up here. So. Milkweeds. Milkweeds are a lot of moving, moving out of here. Oh, milkweeds Mary. are flying out. Yeah. I had my first monarchs last year. Yeah. Well, monarch, I grew up on mine. They, uh, my neighborhood, the last three days, they've, been, they've uh, moved in. Um, so everybody should be seeing them soon if you haven't seen them in your yard. Yeah. And uh, if you've got milkweeds, they should be sprouting and the, the buds should be on there, just like the ones here at Milburgers are. Uh, if you want to, you want to move quickly and get uh, some milkweed in place for the monarchs. That's the only thing they'll nest in. I mean, they'll lay eggs um, in, yeah, and they, they love, they love the blooms, and so do the hummingbirds mm-hmm. and uh, all the we butterflies. Get all kinds of butterflies with those. So check them out. Awesome. Cool. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. We have a, uh, now I don't know if Al wants to ask his question or he wants me to ask it for him. So, uh, Al, we'll just, uh, Al, do you want to come on the air and ask your question? Sure. Uh, I don't have the headphone on right now. I hope you guys can hear well, me. We can uh, hear you. I have a pecan tree, several pecan trees. Do they usually bud later than most of the trees? Because it seems like it for the last few years they have. All right. So here's so here since you can't hear us, well I don't know how, since you can't. Yeah, hear I can us, hear you now. Oh, good. Okay. So now, so did you get the question? Do but I didn't trees, hear it. Did you? Because the car came by. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do pecan trees usually uh, bud later than the most other trees? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. Mine. Mine. But this year. Uh, I was talking to Dr. Larry Stein, our pecan specialist for Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. Uh, yeah. Wow, it's amazing you remember. <laughs> Sometimes cooperative. I try to try to get all the yeah. names in there. Now, can you remember what the topic was you were talking no. about? No. <laughs> pecan trees. But anyway, he he was saying that he was usually they they're about the last ones to leaf out and bloom and whatever. But he says, for some reason, they some of the varieties seem to be uh, coming a little bit early this year. Huh. Well, mine are and, not. And he's not he's not real happy with that because he you know a late frost can get the nut. Yeah. Ooh, mine are not showing any evidence of. It. I was just noticing that you know yeah. every, even the wee satch are blooming and and but the pecans are just bear and, and yeah. it doesn't look like any buds even. Because he, he, he grows a lot of different varieties of pecans out of his, uh, his uh, it's property. A, it's amazing how some unexpected or a longer spell of cold weather than we expect changes things a lot. Every, right. every, every variety and even individual plants react differently to it. So. So the answer to your question is usually they're the last ones to bloom out. Mesquite, mesquites have already come out, I think. Yeah. Yeah, aren't they one of the indicators of yeah. spring? Yeah, and the, and the yellow ones are the we set. And they're also the first ones to drop, drop leaves, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, in the fall. That we is killer. <laughs> Uh, I hope that I hope there's plenty of bees and get the wahia honey that, that we love so much. Uh, so, but they're really in full bloom now. I would uh, down south, drive down 37 south toward uh, Corpus, and 
they're just solid yellow down there. Yeah, All medical the center. They're everywhere. I've seen them. They're yeah. They're blooming. Hey, we got David on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, David. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. What's going on? Uh, I was hoping you could help me. Uh, I have a garden in Jordanton. We've recently had problem with our water in Jordanton, I guess because of the oil drilling. It has some uh, radon in it, which is a, some kind of a chemical, I guess, from fracking. But uh, and they closed down one of the wells uh, to, to get it underneath the limit, so they could, you know, give people safe water. But my what my question is is, if I water my vegetable plants with that, is that going to infect vegetable plants and be unhealthy for you? I don't know. If no, it's not. Answer. It's not uptaken by the plant. Where was this? Right, uh, in Jordanton. 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 Oh, I'll be done. Uh, and that's the creasel, yeah. or is that which? That'd be creasel. Yeah, which aquifer? Huh. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what, what it is to tell you the truth. I, they had a meeting, yeah. but I wasn't able to go to it. So that was uh-huh. the, the big question: whether it was going to the water was transferred to your to your vegetables. No, they're you not. Know. They're not uptake. It's not uptaken by the vegetables. We even uh, okay. we did through the years. We've done some research on uh, on even like uh, treated timbers. And uh, most most of those uh, uh, nutrients, or most of most of those chemicals, uh, chemicals are not are not picked up by the vegetables at all. So, okay, I hope that helps, David. Thank you, luck, David, on your uh, the situation you there. Yeah. Hey, we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road during the big anniversary celebration. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Happy birthday to Millburgers. That's right. It's Millburgers birthday celebration. Every spring this happens. And if you know Millburgers, you know that you're going to save on all the great plants that you're looking for. Like right now at Millburgers, you'll save on roses, including Belinda's Dream, red, pink, double and single knockout roses. Drift roses are on sale. And Millburgers has antique garden roses on sale, too. So come on over to Millburgers if you've been looking for roses. If you're looking for impatience, they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4-inch pot for just 98 cents each and someone was asking me about this the other day it was just blue plum bago on sale in the one gallon container for 488 herbs are on sale at millburgers for a dollar 88 in the four inch pot you'll save on ground covers citrus trees are 20 percent off in the five gallon container now just 3488 you're going to find all these and more when you go to millburgernursery.com to learn more and go to millburgers nursery at 1604 on bull road to celebrate meet john and jane They're 55 years old and each have $100,000. John bought a series of one-year CDs, which earn less than $1,800 a year. But Jane had a different plan. She put her $100,000 to work with J.D. Melberg Financial's annuity strategies. And when she retires at 65, she'll get $8,972 a year in guaranteed income for the rest of her life. Be like Jane. If you're at least 50 years old, call to get your free quote now at 800-727-8585. You won't find these strategies anywhere else. 
Call 800-727-8585. That's 800-727-8585. You could get payout rates up to 13.3% of your premium amount backed by top-rated insurance company, Sentinel Security Life. Annuity guarantees are backed by Sentinel Security Life Insurance Company. Optional riders may be available with a charge. Not available in all states. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this is Jan Johnson. Join us this week on Project One as we highlight Documation this Saturday night at 9. Sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. The federal government shut down Wednesday because of a snowstorm. No one screamed about the fate of the country. But a government shutdown that really isn't a shutdown due to lack of money, well, it isn't really a lack of money. That's a catastrophe. Republicans avoided a so-called shutdown today by giving Democrats what they wanted, more spending, which means more borrowing because we don't have the money to spend, which means more debt, $21 trillion and counting. And not even Republicans seem to care because it's all about keeping their majorities. Forget the opioid addiction problem. Too many of us are addicted to government programs. And the politicians, especially the Democrats, feed our addiction because it keeps them in office. Don't vote for Republicans, they say, or you'll lose your Social Security and Medicare. It's a lie, but when did politics mean telling the truth, hmm? Republicans once cared about fiscal discipline and debt and the Constitution. Now it appears most of them care only about their careers. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And we don't have that birthday blues here at Millburgers. We're celebrating, celebrating, and you, you're kind of getting the gifts here at Millburgers as you get terrific deals on uh, uh, plants and great information. We're just sending somebody over to talk to the San Antonio Rose Society. So uh, uh, lots of good stuff happening here. So come on by Millburgers, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We're here, obviously, celebrating tomorrow, too. So if you couldn't make it out today, come on out tomorrow and be a part of the a big celebration. And then Calvin, as we said, and Mary will be kind of wrapping it up next Saturday. Millburgers is closed on Easter, so uh, we'll still be doing our show, but uh, we uh, want they want you to be able to celebrate with family and friends as well as their employees to be able to celebrate. So they will be closed Easter Day. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. <laughs> oh, no, no, mention that. I'm sorry, yeah. Are Fiesta medals. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, they are pretty. Uh, Millburgers has Fiesta medals here, so if you're a collector, actually they really are good. They did a good job on the design here. Kind of a, kind of uh, it's a pickup truck full of plants, and it says Millburgers 2018. It's a great medal, and it's seven dollars. And the Just proceeds. Go to the food bank. No, the proceeds benefit the San Antonio uh, Salvation Army. Cool. Yeah, uh, doing a lot of good here in San Antonio, and you can support them when you get one, and you'll like it a lot. Um, 
you can um, willing to bet you can go see what it looks like by going to millburgernursery.com. Uh, but just come on out and get one and support the Salvation Army here in San Antonio and uh, what they do. But, yeah, you're going to get lots of comments on this, lots of people going, oh, that's great. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Do we have any other announcements? We, uh, I didn't get a report on the uh, how the landscape design school went. I haven't heard of it. Oh, either. that's tomorrow. That's it's oh, today. It's today, yeah. That's today. today. 24th, yeah. Okay, so. Nor did we hear from anybody who might have asked Molly if she... Her opinion on whether roaches, roaches were good or bad. <laughs> Did you hear anything? Any feedback? Molly is so businesslike; she just, just yeah, whizzes right Molly by those kind of took questions. Care of me, yep. And she doesn't even say, "Did Parsons put you up to that?" <laughs> she knows by now. <laughs> yeah. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else you got going on over there? Um, yeah, last week, I think I talked about that. I got a note from. Uh, Neil Sperry to uh, want to know the Neil be- know want to know the best tomato varieties for this area, and uh, and so I wrote him back and kind of I didn't tell him which ones the, the, to uh, recommend because he write, writes a statewide newsletter, yeah, and uh, it's a good newsletter comes out of weekly. Uh, and you can you can sign up for it uh, from plantanswers.com over in the right hand corner of your screen. It says uh, it mentioned Neil Spear, and uh, click on that click on that uh, icon, and uh, then you that'll take you to where you sign up for the weekly newsletter. But uh, I, I said the situation in San Antonio. Is different here because we do the we do the testing uh, locally, and uh, then we get with the uh, tomato transplant producers, growers, and have them grow the best varieties that we identify. And so uh, we're we're years ahead of uh, what Neil knew as as the best tomato. Did you say that to Neil? No. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that to our <laughs> radio audience. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, he can't he can't recommend the ones we recommend, like Tycoon and uh, Ruby Red Crush Deuce. and Red Deuce and those types of things. Eighteen twenty three. H M. H M. Yeah, eighteen twenty three. Because uh, the in. These these tomato varieties are only available here in in San Antonio at San Antonio nurseries, and especially at Millburgers. So uh, he, I said, well, what I would recommend that he do is go ahead and contact uh, Bonnie Plant Farms, who who p- produces uh, probably ninety percent of all the tomato transplants sold in the state, especially in East Texas and. And the hill country, and uh, well, he 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 disregarded my advice. He, he I guess he didn't want to want to contact Bonnie Plant Farm. Uh, but anyway, he said uh, he keeps saying that uh, one of the reasons people don't have any good luck 
is that they choose the wrong varieties. And then he follows up saying, large fruiting types like big boy and beefsteak were bred for areas uh, with cooler summers. See, the, the problem with that is is that uh, uh, the tomatoes that we recommend have been uh, tested in, in, in our growing local growing environment. But uh, the way you, you beat the cooler summer, uh, the, the ones that won't set heat setters, the not, ones that are not heat setters, is that you plant them early. You plant them at, at the right time of the year in March. Uh, or uh, some people plant, uh, or we grow them in larger containers and wait to March to put them in the garden. And uh, that way you beat the uh, the hot hot weather. Um, he, he said they do not, the fruit does not uh, set well uh, in temperatures that exceeds 90 degrees in the daytime. Well, the, the main problem, uh, they, they can do 90 degrees in the daytime, but it's the nighttime temperatures that cause the blooms to fall off and cause the plant to be non-productive. And even if they do, when they turn 90 degrees in the nighttime temperatures, the fruit is not good quality. It's not good, not good taste and not good quality fruit. So the key is to is to use our recommended varieties, and let's see, he recommended uh, he recommended Celebrity, of course, which I hate to tell him, but that's a large fruited variety. Uh, Roma, Porter, Sweet 100, all cherry type tomatoes, red cherry, yellow pear. What, uh, and then he says, well, not as good as some of the favorites, we no longer have Super Fantastic, Better Boy, and Early Girl are better than the large ones. But uh, all, all of the tomatoes that we recommend uh, have a potential of uh, producing pound tomatoes. And I, in fact, I think Tycoon won the heaviest tomato. Yeah, last two years last, ago. Yeah, I think so too. A couple of years now ago. Now we have Early Girls out here. There's a little bit. Yeah. Is there early girl up there? Yeah. Four inch pots. Yeah. Well, of course, the one we like, like is, uh, help me on this one, the one that's uh, nematode. To, uh, valley girl? Valley. Valley, valley cat. girl. Yeah. Valley, valley cat. Valley cat. Yeah. Valley cat. <laughs> it always seems to. We don't do valley girl. Valley no. girl. We don't? No. Oh, oops. <laughs> Well, Valley Girl's there. I know there's a joke oh, there. I just haven't. Yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm, it's going over my head, too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, but uh, speaking of, uh, we do have all the recommended varieties here, and they're in three, they're at least three choices in the two-inch uh, six-packs, in the uh, four-and-a-half-inch containers, my favorite, because it's got enough root system there did, did to tolerate those, some drying. Did you see those Carolina heat. Reapers out there? Oh, Oh, it just, make, just makes me yes, ill to think about them. <laughs> and then the one the one gallon containers and Trace was mentioning that or even some of the one gallons have uh, fruit on them already. No, those yeah. are bigger pots. Yeah. They're bigger. Three? Three gallons. Oh, okay. For those for those of you who don't know what Carolina, Carolina weepers are. Reaper. We reapers. He's saying like, reaper on like, purpose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, it looks like your eyes are watering. Did you try one? 
Or did you no, get in here? I don't have fruit yet. I don't yet. have fruit yet. But I will try one if I if somebody brings me one. Don't do it, Trace. Well, give don't it, do uh, it. We'll have to give, give him a cup of beers and he'll try one. No, no. It's, that, oh, you're that, such a... At one time, that was the hottest pepper in in the world, but uh, or in the United States, anyway. Well, but plenty, now, now I think hot. they've got another one that's supposed to be hotter than that one. And uh, why do they need another one? I don't know. I don't know. You people are crazy. It may. It uh, maybe is a way. You can't. You know. It's again against international law to have chem- chemical weapons. But if you have the very very hot peppers, maybe that's a way to get around that. I don't know. But you notice peppers are just not coming on the market because the temperatures have, have been yeah, cool. Finally, finally there. And yeah. peppers, if you're looking for something that really does well in a container and looks good in a container, you have peppers. And then, of course, the we had somebody here talking about the lemons and limes. That's another. I those did are get another. in cantaloupe this week for the first Ooh, time. All right. so, huh. uh, for the first time? For the first time this year. Oh, okay. They're, they have, they're not selling okra yet, are they? No, I've got seed. I've got, oh, Os- have I've you got, got, I've got Oscar okra seed. That's what I mean. Yes, there. sir. So little, little somebody not, was not looking for Gonzalez. But, uh, yeah. but I can Oscar definitely fix them up. Yeah, we're Gonzalez. That's the trouble with all of us working together all through the region. The Gonzalez, some Gonzalez master gardener document mentioned Oscar Okra, and so now they're they're looking for Oscar <laughs> Okra. <laughs> and traced it to the gardening volunteers of South Texas to then to the Bear County master gardeners. Uh, he pounded that in on that last one. Who did? David. David did. Yeah, yeah. He gave him all some Oscar Okra seed and oh. got them all hooked up on it. And speaking of David, he's going to be here on April 7th? April 7th, you bet, from uh, Saturday. 10.30 to Turf. whenever he runs out of Turf Turfgrass 101? Turfgrass 101. So if you got questions on fertilizing, proper mowing techniques, should I put compost, should I put fertilizer, should I do both? <laughs> All those questions uh, he will answer and more. You saw your whoppers out there. You saw that, right? Yeah. yeah. Charles said, why don't we plant these all in whoppers? And I said, okay. The first, <laughs> first batch, I, I didn't even get them off the rack before the customers bought them. Uh, wow. And, and, that's great. And uh, so then I had to buy again. And I, you know, I actually, I don't even know if he notices that we noticed that we got them planted out there. But, uh, yeah, yeah the it's been a, a three-week experiment to try to get them out there, and we finally have started it. Well, that's a good testimonial to the livability of the plant. The people that have tried them last the year. Desirability. And they, desirability. Were, they were pulling yeah. them right off the rack before I could even segregate them. Yeah, well, they're, I had such great luck with uh, them last two years, or has it we're just yeah. been one year? Now, are they Pitching. only red, or they come in pink, too? Pink. There's green... Leaf and dark leaf and uh, yeah, pink and in red and both. Pink and red. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a pink. I was thinking there was all six. The red is so All six selection. Yeah, all six varieties. Uh, uh, there's no white yet. Yeah, yeah. but there's, isn't there, there's C. Anyway, I thought they gave me, uh, when I bought when I bought a bunch of them, there were uh, <laughs> three different options. But there is there is some variation there, though. There's some darker maroon Green leaves and light leaves, and then, as Patrice mentioned, several colors of uh, flower. But give them a try if you haven't. They're they're neat. They work well. The landscape. 
Chase, we've got about a minute and a half left. We're going to just give you the floor, man. Yeah. All right. I, I love this new fertilizer. You know, we, we've been working really hard at getting uh, our private label done You just like the bag. Well, I do like uh, the bag. Cause Charles I, gave me hats for having an old bag at uh, Steve Brown. So, uh, anyway, we've, we've now come up with our own organic fertilizer. So we can fulfill the organically-minded people as well as the uh, synthetically-minded people. And uh, it's a great ratio. It's a 612. We got them to add mycorrhiza fungi to it. It's manure-free, so it doesn't smell like some of the other ones. And I think it's going to be a great thing for all of us. Vegetables, and flowers, you name it, it ought to be great. Covers about 3,000 feet and sells for? $29.99. All right. And you still have the... Uh the synthetic. We do have the synthetic, and uh, it's a little more bang for your money, and it's on sale. Okay. But if you uh, if you have that organic, yeah, if you mindset, want to do things in organic, then, uh, absolutely, we, we can definitely. <laughs> yeah, and I address that. I think I've been told that this is hard to find in any other organic. Uh, the microbial. This is micro- this is custom, custom made for Millburgers to be the best that it can be. Good. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. I want to thank Al back at the station, doing a great job, uh, making it sound so good, and uh, getting everybody on the air. Thanks to you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow on behalf of the Docs. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.